Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 181, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Okay, welcome back everyone. I do hope you had a lovely weekend, but here we are, and we are back for week number 37. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So hello Marvin. Oh hi Dave. So, um, well it's Monday, but I was wondering, now that we're in the New Testament, well, are we still gonna keep recapping all the Old Testament stuff all 36 weeks so far? Ah, good question, Marvin. And the answer is, yes, we are. But we're going to really try and squeeze down the Old Testament. Okay. So, you ready to give it a go? Oh, sure thing, Dave. Let's go. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marvin, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we had creation and the fall. Yeah, then patriarchs and God's covenants. Then Egypt, then Moses, with the Passover, out to the wilderness, and then the commandments, and then Joshua and the promised land. Then judges and Ruth. Then the kings, Saul and David, and God's covenant with him, and then Solomon, he builds the temple. Then the kingdom splits to Israel and Judah. Israel sins, ignores Elijah and Elisha, and they fall to the Assyrians. Yeah, Judah lasts a little bit longer, but they fall to the Babylonians. So they're off to exile, but after 70 years they return. Yeah, the temple and the walls are rebuilt, but then 400 years of silence. So Gabriel tells Zechariah that he'll have a son who'll be called John, but when Zechariah doesn't believe him, he can't talk until the boy is born. And then Gabriel tells Mary that her son will be the promised king. He's born in Bethlehem, and the angels tell the shepherds in the fields and they come for a visit. Yeah, so later some wise men show up bringing gold, frankincense and myrrh. But when Herod hears of a new king, he wants to kill him. So Joseph takes his family to Egypt until it's safe before coming back to live in Nazareth. Good job, Marvin. That's 36 weeks of story in just 60 seconds. Yeah, we did it, Dave. Okay, so, well, what happens next? Well, let's find out. Today, we're going to go back to Luke's Gospel, and our friend Billy is going to read for us. Oh, hi, Billy. Our reading today is taken from Luke chapter 2, 22 to 38. Joseph and Mary take Jesus to the temple. The time came for making Mary clean as required by the law of Moses. So Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem. There they presented him to the Lord. In the law of the Lord it says, The firstborn in every family must be set apart of the Lord. They also offered a sacrifice. They did it in keeping with the law, which says, A pair of doves or two young pigeons. In Jerusalem there was a man named Simeon. He was a good and godly man. He was waiting for God's promise to Israel to come. The Holy Spirit was with him, and the Spirit had told Simeon that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. The Spirit led him into the temple courtyard. Then Jesus' parents brought the child in. They came to do for him what the law required. Simeon took Jesus in his arms And he praised God and he said, Lord, you are the king over all. Now let me, your servant, go in peace. That is what you promised. My eyes have seen your salvation. 
You have prepared it in the sight of all nations. It is a light to be given to the Gentiles. It will be the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, Jesus' mother, This child is going to cause many people in Israel to fall and to rise. God has sent him, but many will speak against him. The thoughts of many hearts will be known. A sword will wound your own soul too. There was also a prophet named Anna. She was the daughter of Penuel from the tribe of Asher. Anna was very old. After getting married, she lived with her husband seven years. Then she was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple. She worshipped night and day, praying and going without food. Anna came up to Jesus' family at that moment. She gave thanks to God and she spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the time when Jerusalem would be set free. Thanks, Billy. Oh, wow, Dave. So, even though Jesus was just a very little boy, Simeon and Anna, they they both spotted that he was the super special little boy, huh? That's right, Marvin. Both Simeon and Anna were very old, and they loved God very much. And when they saw Jesus, well, it was like the Holy Spirit whispered inside him, that's him. That's the one that Israel has been waiting for. That's the one that you've been waiting for for so, so long. Oh, wow. That must have been pretty exciting, huh? Yeah, I bet it was. Now, there was a lot in what Simeon said about Jesus. He said that Jesus would be a light to the Gentiles. Gentiles are people who weren't Jews. I suppose people like us. And that probably wasn't what a lot of the Jews thought they were waiting for. They maybe thought they were waiting for their king who would rule them. But God had some different ideas about what Jesus was coming to do. He also said that some people would speak against Jesus. And of course, lots of people were against Jesus. They would have him crucified. And he said that because of him, Mary would also suffer pain. And, well, Mary was there watching when they killed her son, so, of course, she went through terrible pain and sadness. Oh, wow. So God showed Simeon all of that when Jesus was just a little boy. That's right, Marvin. And like we talked about last week, it shows that the cross was always the plan, right from the start. That was what Jesus had come to do. Now, all of this is really amazing, but what I really like is I think this gives us a little glimpse of how much God loves and values his children. Now, he didn't have to show Simeon and Anna anything. He didn't owe them anything, but God loved them. He wanted to give them this special gift because he knew how excited and happy they would be to see the Messiah arrive. It's kind of amazing to think that God cares about us in that same way. In today's reading, God was working out his big plan for the world, this huge plan that we've been following as it unfolded over thousands of years. But even though these things that were happening were some of the most important things ever to happen, well, God still cared about his children. And he brought Jesus to Simeon and to Anna to say, look, look at the good thing I'm doing. Look and celebrate and be happy. Now, is God still doing big, important things in the world? Yes, of course, always. But does he care about you like he cared about Simeon and Anna? Also, yes. He cares that you're in your house or your car or wherever you are right now listening to his word on this podcast. He cares about what's going on in your life. He cares and is glad when you're happy and he cares when things make you sad. We might not feel very important in this world. Simeon and Anna probably didn't feel they were very important. But God cared about them. And he cares about us very much. Yeah, it's really kind of amazing, Dave. You know, and he's got the whole world to look after, huh? 
Yep, definitely. But that is how great and how loving our amazing God is. Today, boys and girls, thank God that even though he is the God who's in charge of big important things, thank him that he cares about little unimportant people like us. Thank him that we are important to him. Okay, gotcha, Dave. And I think that will do it today, Marvin. So let's say goodbye and we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, bye everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.